What is up? Welcome back to the Hexa Podcast. My name is Trevor, and I'm running solo again today without my man Paul. He's again back at Hexa, back at HQ, working with clients, doing his thing. It is way too loud, way too lively in there while things are running, and it's not optimal for like a podcast recording session. So it's great for the gym, not good for this podcast. So I'm here, I'm here at home uh, with my two dogs. It is like 90 degrees outside, so I have a really hard time justifying keeping outside. So if you guys hear a ton of barking, it is probably because their arch nemesis, Mr. Squirrel, is taunting them in the back window and they're going absolutely apeshit. So if that happens, I apologize, but we're going to keep on recording, keep on rolling with it and just hope that does not happen. (laughs) So today's topic, five like fat loss, weight loss, but preferably fat loss tips. Um, And this is designed like, or this, the reason for this podcast was targeted if you are struggling to lose weight, struggling to lose the fat you want to lose, or maybe you're just getting started, you're you don't really know where to start. This is designed to help you out. Um, and I think there are a lot of misconceptions out there. A lot of people trying to make fat loss, weight loss, being more healthy, way too complicated. And it doesn't need to be that way. So today I'm gonna to kind of keep it really simple and things that you can apply today right now that are going to help you get the results you're looking for, be more healthy, be more fit, and look the way you want to look, looking naked, all that kind of good stuff. So number one, and this to me is pretty damn important, and that is utilize resistance training, not only just resistance training, but don't be afraid to lift heavy. So I think, especially with novice gym goers or people trying to get in the fitness game, get more healthy, there is usually an overemphasis of cardiovascular training. And I'm not saying that cardio isn't important because especially for heart health and being healthy, it is important. But when it comes to losing weight, losing fat, it is not the end game. It's not the end all be all. It's actually probably not as important or nearly as important as resistance training. And the main idea behind that is that building lean muscle not only will help you get that like lean, muscular, chiseled look, or even, you know, that feminine, healthy look that you're probably searching for, but it is one of the best metabolic boosters we can do for ourselves. Meaning we will increase our metabolism more by building and synthesizing lean tissue, including muscle. So, and I think what happens with this is that a lot of people, especially the female population, but men too, are afraid of getting quote unquote, too bulky. And we've actually made a whole other podcast about this. I think this is our second podcast. So I'm not going to go into too much detail, but if calories are equated and we're in a caloric deficit, lifting weights and utilizing resistance training will not make you more bulky. All right. So please don't be afraid not only to lift weights, but to lift heavy weights, because again, building lean muscle is going to help your metabolism so much. So don't be afraid of it. Number two, find an activity that you enjoy. So an activity outside of the gym that the byproduct is physical fitness. So something that doesn't feel like you're working out, that you have fun doing, but the byproduct is you actually are working out. And that is going to be crucial for sustainability. So 
you don't need to have it like in order to, to lose weight and lose fat. Yes, you should have an organized program three to four days per week as far as in the gym, especially if you're just starting out three days a week is probably sufficient to start seeing results. But you probably should be physically, physically active, physically active every single day of the week. So that doesn't mean let's go have a super intense workout on a daily basis because, first of all, you're going to get burnt out. Second of all, you probably will get injured at some point if you do that long enough. If you try to have a really, really intense session every single day, being more intense than the other, that's not a sustainable approach. But finding activities outside the gym that you enjoy doing and supplement or supplement by uh, what am I trying to say? Supplementing a program like that will help you get results. So, for example, I really enjoy playing beach volleyball and playing pickup basketball. Like those are the two things outside of my workout program that I enjoy doing the most. Like I'd rather do that than, I don't know, party. I know that that, that to me is so fulfilling and so, so much fun and it doesn't feel like exercise, but the byproduct definitely is exercise. But I'm sweating with my friends. I'm laughing. I'm having a good time. We're working hard, but it doesn't feel like work. And I'm probably burning somewhere around a thousand calories. We're playing basketball, we're playing volleyball, anywhere from two to four hours. We're getting kind of old now, so maybe it's a two to three hour range, but that's a lot of physical activity. And that is also usually on the weekend. So we'll get into the why that's important later. But the byproduct of that activity is fitness, is being more healthy. And a lot of times people outside of the gym, they sit on their ass and that is not going to help you get to your goal. So the goal is to be physically active every single day, but that doesn't mean it has to be an intense gym session or bout. That's not the way it has to be. Number three, stick to the three P's. Now we're going to kind of start diving into nutrition a little bit. The three P's, protein, produce, and pound that water. So I think nutrition is where people tend to start to get really, really intimidated and really confused because there are so many fads out there. It is hard to keep track of. Keto, paleo, Flexible dieting, carnivore diet, Atkins diet. <laughs> There's so many out there. That's just a few that it's really hard to keep track of what's just better, what should I do, what's more sustainable. In reality, guys, we just need to keep it simple protein, produce, and pound that water. So, to, and some people might say, oh, that's a paleo diet, but that's just eating like a healthy person, right? So, like, I'm not promoting paleo, I'm promoting sustainability. But if you want to keep it super simple, if you stick to this eating principle 80% of the time, the other 20%, you go and have fun with your family and friends, you're going to see results. So two fistfuls of produce, one to two palms of protein, and pound that water. So that means about half your body weight in ounces per day. That's how much water you should be drinking. So if you're 200 pounds, about 100 ounces a day is a pretty adequate amount of H2O, amount of water. So if you were able to do that 80% of the time, this country would not have an obesity problem, right? Like we would be able to walk around and not see too many overweight people. People's ass would be showing. It would be a really healthy place. But in reality, even though it's super simple, guys, it's not easy. So if the, maybe the goal to start should be, hey, I want to eat that way 50% of the time and build up from there. But, in, but the goal is if you're able to eat like that, it is so simple. It doesn't need to require any fancy recipes. If we're able to eat like that 80% of the time, along with diet, along with an exercise program, you will see great results. Number four, track what you eat and control yourself on the weekends. So 
I mentioned this briefly earlier. Like if you want to lose weight, you don't even need to technically exercise to lose weight, guys, but it, it is crucial and important. It'll only help you out. And there are plenty of other reasons besides losing weight, why you should exercise, but losing losing weight, losing fat, changing body composition is definitely influenced heavily by physical activity. Um, but we need to be in a caloric deficit. So it doesn't matter how much you're working out. If you're not in a caloric deficit, you will not see results when it comes to fat loss. Um, so that means we probably need to track our food. So if, if we are eating nothing but protein, produce, and water, chances are we'll be in a caloric deficit without having to track. But I understand that many people won't be able to sustain that. So tracking then comes into play because carbs are a big part of the game and I'm not anti-carb by any means, right? I think carbs, especially if you're physically active, have a crucial role to play. So means, which means we probably need to track our food. And there's a great app, MyFitnessPal, is what I always suggest to our clients, our in-house nutrition clients. It is like, it is a Google for food. I say that all the time. It's pretty much a, like a really comprehensive database, has a little bar, can, uh, bar scanner, barcode scanner on there that you can scan your food at the grocery store. But again, if you're eating food that requires a bar scanner, you we probably need to start somewhere else first. But by tracking your food, we can understand what you're putting in your body. And if you're just eating what I'd say, quote unquote, intuitively to start out, you probably don't understand the calories you're putting in your body. And you can, the only way we can have a rough idea of what that looks like is if we're tracking it, if we're writing it down, putting it in MyFitnessPal, it is really easy, it is really simple, and it can be really effective in, put, in assisting putting yourself in a caloric deficit. Now, the second part of this fourth tip is control yourself on the weekends. I can't tell you how many times we sit down with nutrition clients and we look at the food lock and their, their weekly, during the week food is on point. It looks fantastic. Like no corrections. We're sticking to whole nutrient dense foods, eating a lot of protein, eating a lot of produce, drinking a lot of water, eating, you know, carb starchy carbs when we should be eating them. It looks fantastic. And then you look at the weekend and it all goes out the window. Like we're drinking booze, we're eating out, we're eating like crap, we're eating like, I don't know, 5,000 calories a day. And that weekend adds up. So if you're failing to lose weight and you're failing to lose fat or change your body composition, look to what you're doing on the weekends because oftentimes that's where the disconnect is. Like the week looks great. You're getting physical activity. You're eating well. Weekend comes, you're sedentary, you're partying, you're eating like shit. It all goes out the window. So please, please control yourself on the weekend, guys, because you don't want to throw it all away. It makes no sense to work that hard during the week just to throw it away on the weekend. That never makes any sense. Sometimes in order to see results, we need to sacrifice, maybe sacrificing that booze, sacrificing that In-N-Out burger or whatever, whatever your vice is. That usually happens on the weekend. We usually go out to eat, and we've got to kind of be smart about it if your goals if you want these goals bad enough, if that makes sense. So number five, last but not least, and again, we kind of touched upon this throughout this podcast, but find a, rut- a routine and a nutrition program that you can sustain long-term. And this is, again, another big problem with this fitness, with this fitness industry is that it really promotes yo-yo dieting and even we'll call it yo-yo exercise programming. I'm all for 
you know, planned periodization and adaptations. But when you only eat a certain way for a month and like, and call it quits, or you only start an exercise program for a few weeks and call it quits, let's try the next one. Let's go to the next thing. I'm going to give up because it's too hard. It doesn't make se- That doesn't make any sense because of course you're not going to see results. The goal is to find a way of eating, find a, a program that you can sustain long-term, meaning for a lifetime, not for a month, not for two months, not for six months, forever. And that is why finding physical activity outside of the gym is so important, finding something you like to do, because that's going to help make your program more sustainable. Finding a way of eating that you can actually enjoy and you can sustain at least 80% of the time is crucial. It is crucial. That is why these fad diets end up being such a bummer for people. Because, for example, keto, a ketogenic diet for sure can help aid in uh, weight and fat loss, especially because we're cutting out a whole macronutrient. So, of course, we're going to be in a caloric deficit. But the problem is people can't usually sustain that. Eating only like a 25 grams of carbohydrates a day is not sustainable for a lot of people. Eating only protein and produce for a lot of people isn't sustainable. So finding a practice that you can sustain long term is going to be, again, so, so crucial in your success. And a lot of times we always see people on two ends of the spectrum here at Hexa. People who come in and are super gung-ho and want results immediately and will do whatever it takes to make that happen and start developing really, really bad practices like a severe caloric deficit and they're working out two times a day and they have a a really short-term goal of losing 20 pounds in like three weeks, which is not a smart idea, which is not sustainable and should not be a realistic goal. And then on on the other end of the spectrum, we have clients that walk in and understand that this is a lifestyle, a lifelong practice and that they approach it as such and have a realistic expectation, realistic goals, an idea to sustain these practices, not only are they happier in the long run, healthier in the long run, but usually they reach their goals faster. And I know that it is kind of hard to wrap your heads around, like how, how is that possible if you're doing such drastic things, such, such drastic practices right off the bat? Usually what happens is that if you do that, if you go super drastic, super quickly, you realize how unsustainable it is and people throw in the towel. They give up and say, oh, these goals are just unrealistic. They make a bunch of excuses on why it can't be done. In reality, if you just approach it from a different perspective, not only are those goals achievable and attainable, but usually people surpass them. So to just to recap the five fat loss tips, utilize resistance training, number one. Number two, find an activity that you enjoy that doesn't make fitness feel like fitness, but is just fun and a byproduct is exercise and physical activity. Stick to three P's if you can, protein, produce, and pound that water. Uh, Track what you eat and control yourself on the weekends, number four. And number five, last, arguably the most important, find practices, find a program that's going to be sustainable that you enjoy doing. And we'll see you guys in the next one. Oh, you know, man. Oh, you know, man.